Hey friends, welcome to Living the KG Life, a pixie dust-filled podcast. On today's episode, we're just going to catch up on how dopey training is going, so stick around. It's going to be great. Spoiler alert, it's going great. Right. This is actually really fun. I feel like I haven't just sat and kind of chatted with you guys in a while. I think maybe the last episode was actually talking about and sharing that I was doing Dopey, which was kind of a while ago. I think that was maybe episode 35 or 34, so a little while ago. And we were coming up on episode 50, which is so exciting. I cannot believe it. But we'll talk a little bit more about that towards the end of the episode. Let's jump right in and talk about how Dopey's going. I just wrapped up week five of Dopey training, which honestly still just seems so wild to me. I feel like almost every time I wrap up a run and I sit on my stoop and take my accountability selfie, I'm like, damn, I'm really doing this. I am doing this. Here we go. And the support from everyone has been absolutely incredible. I cannot thank you all enough. It is literally what is getting me through the runs, especially up here in the Boston area. The heat has been brutal. I mean, we're definitely not used to like really, really hot temperature. So it's been a lot between the heat, the humidity. It has been tough. I've been running with a water pack, which has been a game changer. And I feel like I'm definitely planning on using that for my longer runs and just kind of keeping that as a staple, if you will. So that has been really great. So let's do a quick recap. Dopey training started the week of June 27th and This is wrapping up week five, and I'm following Run Disney's Jeff Galloway plan. So across those first five weeks, I am 15 runs in because how the plan works is for the majority of the plan, which is uh, 29 weeks if you count the week after race weekend, because I mean, why wouldn't I want to keep running after after the races? It is two 45-minute runs during the week and kind of with my schedule, how it's been working is Mondays and Wednesdays, and then I do strength training Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then you have your mileage-based runs on the weekends. So for the most part, it's three runs a week, and then they do have some weeks where there's actually a couple back-to-back either walks or walk runs or runs, however closely you decide to follow the plan, but I actually like that they add in some just straight-up walks or they specifically say this should be a walk run because a lot of that is about getting the mileage on your feet. So far, I'm up to five and a half miles and honestly, so far so good. I (laughs) am actually really surprised. Obviously, I've done a ton of races in this area. I've done quite a few run Disney weekends at this point and I've done a couple race weekends, both princess where I did the 5k, the 10k and the half marathon. But I don't know what it is about this particular training cycle. It just feels different. It feels maybe I'm being more consistent. I'm not really sure. I haven't figured out what that difference is yet, but it's there and it's really, really exciting. So funny story, actually, today I completed the run to home base and I did a 9K, which is five and a half miles. And I was really excited because 
The Run to Home Base is one of my favorite races to do every year. It supports the Home Base program, which is a program up here in the area. The organization was founded by the Red Sox Foundation and Mass General Hospital. It's a program that provides clinical care for veterans dealing with the invisible wounds of war, as well as their families. They do some absolutely incredible work. I'll be sure to add some links into the show notes if it would be helpful to you or anyone you know. They are absolutely incredible. All the services they provide are at zero cost to the veteran and their families. So events like today, the Run to Home Base, are huge to help provide this support for veterans. But the funny part is, (laughs) as I was putting together my calendar, I was looking through the Jeff Galloway plan, I put it into my calendar on my computer. I actually also put it into a planner because I truly live by my calendar. So I was putting in, I was like, oh, this is perfect. I'll do the 9K this year because it lines up with when the five and a half miles should be for dopey training. Because essentially how it works is almost like every other week you'll have a three-mile run. And then the other weeks will be kind of where those pickup distance come in. But of course, because I was stressed putting it all into my calendar, I messed up the dates. So that means the calendar called for five and a half miles last weekend. So I did that. I said, well, instead of doing three today, I'm going to do the five and a half with the 9K and then we'll go to seven next week. What's important to know about that, and people have given great advice around this, one being Kristen at Running and Makeup, two, Amanda at Once Upon a Marathon, in talking about if you're going to shuffle around the distances, being really careful to make sure that you're still giving your body enough time to recover between those longer runs. So that's why I felt okay doing the five and a half back to back because I knew next week is going to be seven miles and then I'll go back to three and I think it's nine after that. So I feel okay with that plan, but definitely when we get to some of those longer distances, we've all got to be really careful about shuffling things around and making sure we're giving our body enough time to recover. So The race was really great. Not only is the organization an incredible one, the race itself is so cool because it actually takes place at Fenway Park. The race takes off right outside Fenway. And so today we did five and a half miles kind of like out around in that area, all along the Charles River. Beautiful. And then you actually finish inside of Fenway. So you actually get to cross home plate and have your photo taken crossing home plate. So it's a really cool course. It's a really cool finish. And then after you cross home plate, there's kind of like a receiving line almost where there are people from the home base program. There are all different veterans and active military there and, you know, shaking your hand, giving you a fist pump, saying thank you for your support, as well as the veterans that have shared their stories at the opening ceremony who usually have a story about getting care through home base. So they're emotional stories, really impactful. And it's always just so nice to kind of see that come full circle from opening ceremony before the race all the way to they wait for every last runner to come through and thank them for their support. So if you're ever in the Boston area, highly recommend checking out the run to home base. It is an awesome day. They have a 5K and a 9K and you can walk or run, whatever works best for you. Now, one of the things that I have done since I started running is I love to do, obviously, the run Disney races, but I also do a lot of races in this area. And if you know me, a lot of them are for causes that I care about, like the run to home base today, but I do have a couple other races coming up. So I'm excited to include those into dopey training and kind of make them feel even more purposeful than they already are. So Shout out to anyone listening in the Medford, Boston, greater Boston area. 
Hopefully I'll see you at some of these other races. A couple of the ones I wanted to give kind of a shout out to, and hopefully I'll see some of you there. There's actually a new inaugural race taking place in September, and it's September 18th in Medford, and this race is Run Medford. It's actually going to be hosted by Dave McGilvery, who is from Medford, and he's doing some great work to bring running and some more support back to the city of Medford. Now, the name Dave McGilvery might sound familiar because he's actually the race director for the Boston Marathon. So you know the course is going to be great. You know the day is going to be organized well. I'm super excited for this race. And I've talked to quite a few friends in especially the Run Disney community who live over in this area. And we're hoping to maybe get a little group together to go do this race. They have a 5K and an 8K, which is, I believe, five miles. So we'd love to try to get a group together, go do this race, and then maybe go hang out, grab some food, grab some drinks, and see where the day takes us. I'm really excited for that one. There's also two other races in October, one being the Boston Women's 10K, another really great race. The courses that happen in and throughout Boston, like in actual Boston proper in the city, are awesome. So for example, like the BAA races, the course is just so cool because you're running through downtown Boston. So the Boston Women's 10K, that's October 8th. Again, I'll drop links in the show notes for all these different races if anybody wants to come do some races. It'll be really fun. But the Boston Women's 10K is a really great one. It's definitely a very empowering race and you see some really, really amazing runners at this race. Another one that I'm hoping to participate at will be the Flutie Foundation 5K. The Flutie Foundation for Autism is a fantastic organization in the Boston area that was founded by the one and only Doug Flutie. The Flutie Foundation is an incredible organization. This is a cause that is very near and dear to my heart and my family. So we want to support the Flutie Foundation as often as we possibly can. And the Flutie Foundation 5K, we've done a couple times actually as a family. And if you followed along a couple weeks ago, we collaborated with the Beyond Podcast and the Turntable Teachers Podcast to put on the Cornhole for Communication. That was a Cornhole tournament where our goal was to raise as much money as we could to put some communication boards up around in playgrounds and schools throughout the city of Medford. It was a really an amazing day. It was a great success. We will definitely keep you updated on how many boards we're able to put up throughout the city. But I'm hoping October 16th to hit up the Flutie Foundation 5K as well. That's going to be at the Belkin Family Lookout Farm in Natick, Mass. So again, if you're around for that race as well, would love to see so many of you out there. And then After that, in November, I'll be doing Wine and Dine. I'm doing the 5K, the 10K, and the half. That is definitely going to be a weekend that I'm going to have to kind of judge my my schedule a little bit and see how I can get all those miles in. Again, Amanda at Once Upon a Marathon, shout out to her. She is always so amazing. And I'm like, SOS, I have questions. How am I going to do this? How am I going to make this work? She is so incredibly knowledgeable and just has so much information and is always so willing to help and talk through things. So we'll get it all figured out and it's going to be great. So again, I will drop links to those three races if anybody in the greater Boston area wants to come have fun at any of these. It'll be a good time. And speaking of a good time, another update that I wanted to share with everyone. I don't know if we actually talked about this on the podcast. So part of what I've shared already is that I'm going to be dedicating my marathon to my late aunt Kathy who passed away from pancreatic cancer and I decided if I'm running a marathon I am going to raise money for Granara Scary Trust which is 
a nonprofit organization here in Medford that she started. And we raise money for pancreatic cancer research at Mass General Hospital. So my goal that I've set is $10,000. And it is going to be a wild ride between now and January to hit that goal. And one of the ways that we're hoping to do that is August 12th, there is actually going to be a music bingo night here in Medford. And these events are so incredibly fun. If you have not been to music bingo or any event like it, it is so incredibly fun. Basically how it works is we have the most incredible DJ, Peter Ricola from New Image Entertainment. He is going to be hosting the event. And essentially you have a bingo card with the name of a song and the artist. If Peter plays it, you cross it off and then we see who gets bingo. We're going to be playing two games of bingo with some amazing prizes. We'll have some raffles. It is going to be such a good time. If you're interested in coming, you are welcome to join. It is going to be a really fun night, and hopefully it'll bring us closer to our goal of $10,000 for pancreatic cancer research. Again, this episode is going to be wild in the show notes. There are going to be links to all the things, but if you're not able to join us on August 12th and you do want to make a donation of literally any size, we'll drop my donation page in there as well. And the last piece that I wanted to talk about, because it has been a crucial leading up to Dopey training and has been awesome this first five weeks, I know will continue to be incredibly helpful all the way through January, is I have been working with Ariel and the team at Fixed Studios in Wakefield. They are an incredible team that literally keeps me moving. <laughs> no joke keeps me moving. So what I've done through Fix that I wanted to just kind of call out to anyone else that's either training for Dopey, training for any race, or honestly, just living. <laughs> they make you feel so fantastic. So they have both physical therapy services as well as almost kind of like a la carte services that you can book. The two that I have found to be an absolute game changer One is dry needling. We've done a lot on my right ankle, the one that I sprained, you know, a week before princess. (laughs) Still is like a little bit of a thorn in my side, so I really want to make sure that it's strong. I want to make sure the rest of really my entire right leg is like in good shape to hold my ankle in place. And dry needling has been awesome. The biggest one, I told Ariel this the last time I was in there, I will literally shout it from the rooftops. Anyone, anyone and everyone should go and do their gun-assisted stretching. It is unbelievable. So what that means is they actually take, you know, like those massage guns, right? They take those, they warm up your muscles and massage out the different areas, and then they stretch you. So it's not like they're like, okay, here, go do these stretches. They actually will physically stretch you out. I wish I had been doing this like my entire life. (laughs) It is is truly awesome. So my plan with that is to do after those weekend long runs, having sessions booked with Ariel and Katie and the team there to really get in there because I mean, I have, you know, a massage gun at home and, you know, I'll do like my quads and my hamstrings and whatnot. But I mean, they get in there. They get in those muscles. And I walk out of there feeling like a new human both from getting those knots and things out and like really releasing that muscle and then the stretch on top of it is, again, a thousand out of 10. I cannot recommend it enough. So even if you're not in the Boston area, finding some great recovery options is going to be huge. Again, for whatever you're trying to do, creating a new routine or you're trying out a new physical activity Or if you've done physical activity for a long time and you just feel a little tight, they have everything. 
One of the things that I've been definitely nervous about with it being one, my first marathon, and then adding that it's going to be a part of the Dopey Challenge is making sure that literally my body is physically going to be able to like sustain (laughs) all of those miles, but also that it's going to be able to feel good. I don't want to have one of those races where, because this has definitely happened to me, I mean, even doing 5Ks, like this has happened to me on any distance of a run. I don't want to get there where I go through the race and then I'm just depleted and just completely wiped. We have family that's going to be coming to join on the trip. I want to be able to enjoy Disney World. I want to be able to celebrate while I'm down there. So really adding in that recovery and that physical therapy aspect, you know, before even starting Dopey and then now having a good plan to carry it through, I really truly believe that that is going to be a game changer for me. So I would highly encourage you if you've been thinking about it, if you're not sure about it, look into a place in your area or some services that you can do or even some things that you can do at home it's not always fun. <laughs> it's not always fun. It doesn't always feel right, but it is so incredibly important to make sure that your body is in tip-top shape to reach your goals. So if you want to talk about any of that as well, send me a DM. Let me know. I put up on my story maybe a week or so ago just asking, you know, does anybody want to hear more about this? Do you want to learn more about it? And it was a loud and clear yes. <laughs> so we can definitely talk more about not only just fixed, but kind of the recovery options and how that's been going home, including it into my training and things like that. Again, send over questions. Let us know what you want to talk about. Clearly, I'm an open book around here, so I'm happy to share, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly from now till January, and we'll talk about all of it. And I think that's it. I think that's the scoop. The biggest thing that I cannot reiterate enough, thank you so, so, so much for all the love, all the support, all the encouragement especially these first five weeks, they have definitely been a little bit more challenging, I think, than I had anticipated, which, you know, can't anticipate the weather and things like that. It's also been a good practice in in mindset, right, of I can't use the weather as an excuse. I'm still going to get out there. doesn't matter how good, bad, or ugly it looks. As long as I get the mileage done or the minutes done, I'm going to do it because we never know what it's going to look like in Florida in January, right? So, I'm really hoping that my friend Kate, what she had said to me a couple weeks ago, I really am clinging to and hoping that it's true that hot, tough summer training will lead to fall and winter PRs. And honestly, even just today at the run to home base, I saw such a difference. It was literally like 20 degrees cooler this morning because the race was pretty early. Definitely not run Disney early, but it was early. So it was literally 20 degrees cooler than it has been the days that I have been, you know, doing my training runs. And my first mile was minutes, minutes shorter than it has been. My breathing felt good. And by the end of the race, I felt pretty good. I really do think one, the consistency, and two, that mindset of regardless of the weather, regardless of how I feel, obviously within limitations. If you don't feel good, please don't go out and hurt yourself. You know, within those limitations, making sure that my mindset is on just putting in the work, being consistent and focusing on my training, you know, what's going to get us through. (laughs) And we're going to have a damn good time doing it. So one of the other pieces that has been really fun is I've been taking selfies for accountability and I've been posting them on my stories. So sometimes it's just a selfie. Sometimes it's a story where I feel like I almost like need to show the amount of sweat that is happening <laughs> on these runs because I'm literally drenched. 
But that has been so great too because so many people have reached out. So I am not only doing this as motivation for myself, but if it helps anyone else out there, that's amazing. Extra win for all of us. And again, just thank you all so much for your support. It truly means the world to me and hopefully I'll see you either out on a race course or I would love to cheer you all on. So let me know what you're out there doing. It doesn't have to be a running goal, but let me know what your goals are. What are you working on? What are you working towards? Cheering everybody else on is something that I just absolutely love to do. So share your goals with me. I want to hear about them. I want to cheer you on. No matter where you live, let's go. Send me a DM about any questions about upcoming races, training, your training, recovery, any of those things. I would be more than happy to talk to you about all of those things. And one last update for the podcast in general, not necessarily just Dopey. We are coming up on our one-year anniversary, which is absolutely wild, in our 50th episode as well. For episode number 50, we are going to be doing an entire Q&A episode. So send over any and all questions that you want to hear about on episode 50, and then keep your eye out for a very special Living the KG Life birthday celebration that'll be happening towards mid-end of August to celebrate one year of Living the KG Life. I cannot thank you all for your support, not only with Dopey Training, but also with the podcast in general. You just all mean the world to me, and I love you all so much. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at livingthekglife, and then keep an ear out for the podcast. Make sure you've subscribed on your favorite podcast streaming platform. We have new episodes out every Monday, so stick around. It's going to be great. <laughs>